So, you know, I want to be able to talk about everything. Because I'm a, I'm a deep ass person, so I like some deep ass conversations. You know, the ladies can tune in to, or, or gentlemen, you know. We need black banks. We need black grocery stores, black hospitals, the whole nine. Soft life, soft life. That's what I manifest. Because great things are going to happen. Amazing things are going to happen. Somebody that is slow to anger, you know, very patient. I just want to look at him and be inspired. Be honest, baby. Be unfiltered. What's up, y'all? And welcome back to Unfiltered Sisters. We're your hosts. I'm Polka Lene. And I'm Raya B. And this is our podcast about health, love, spirituality, and a little bit of everything else in between. Um, so today's topic is love. Uh, human beings cannot live without love. That is a proven fact. They did some study in Russia and found that like um, children with an adequate adequate diet, but no affection and love in the home were malnourished versus children who did not get an adequate diet but did get love infection love and affection in the home so interesting enough yes human beings cannot live without love um obviously it doesn't have to be like romantic love it can be any type of love um so today we'll be exploring those different types of love from platonic love to romantic and passionate love all the way down to self-love. Um, so we'll kick it off, of course, with our unfiltered quiz. Go ahead and tell them what that is about, girl. Okay, so it's the easiest test you'll ever take, of course. Uh, we ask that you just be honest, be real, and be unfiltered. Then we'll wrap it up with our last segment called Deeper Talk, and that's a game that we play to invite thoughtful conversations. Yes, indeed. Um, so I will kick it off with our unfiltered quiz, uh, giving you the first question, putting you in the hot seat. Um, yes. So let's start with family love. Okay, I'm excited. I'm excited too, um, because you have two beautiful, beautiful little ones that I love very, very much. Yes. And um what what I feel like you were definitely meant to me to be a mom. What made you want to be a mom? Um, you know, crazy thing is I had my first child, my son, at 16. So of course that wasn't planned or prepared or anything like that. But um I do feel like everything happens for a reason. Um, you know, as some of you may know just the time that I experienced with having my first child um, and losing my grandmother uh, a few days after I found out I was pregnant, um, which is who was who raised me. So I really feel like, you know, it was just kind of meant for him to come into my life. And really with me not having um, that maternal figure um, which, I mean, I can't really say that, but not having my biological mom, um, just kind of in my life in a sense, um, to where I, I really felt like I needed her. I knew that I would always be there for mine. So, you know, I just always knew that I wanted to be the best mother I could mm -hmm. to my kids. Um, so yeah, you know, um, I'm definitely blessed with my children and I honestly wouldn't change it for the world. Mm -hmm. um, even if I had the option to go back and, you know, redo it all over again, I wouldn't because he definitely was made for me. And I'm thankful that both of my kids chose me. So oh, that is yeah. amazing. Uh, so. <laughs> thank you. So. Do you want to be a mom? Yeah, so I, <laughs> I do respectfully decline on motherhood for now. Understood, um, understood. So <laughs> I, um, I'm 70% sure like that's not my journey. It's like a 30% chance that I may change my mind. 
but that's mm -hmm. a, a small ass maybe um but yeah i i just never really saw that as being a part of my journey and um like even as a little girl i would tell my parents like i, I don't want to have kids i don't i don't want to get married i don't want to you know um do the i guess traditional american dream because that's just not how i saw my life and mm -hmm. um a person like who like i've always appreciated my freedom and my um peace and my uh space yes. I'm, I'm a person who requires a lot of space and a lot of silence and um children don't really you know mix with that and okay <laughs> yeah I, and I, I honestly don't think I have like the anxiety for it like parenting is a huge role like that is mm -hmm. no I commend every parent because I know in my heart of hearts yeah. like maybe I'm weak I'm not I'm not <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm not built for that let me tell I'll be the first one to admit like yeah I'm not I'm not yeah so um, they say it takes a village to raise a child, and I, I love children. I love being an aunt, um, so okay. I'll hopefully sign up for that role of of TT Raja. Yes, the rich aunt. Okay, <laughs> we speaking into existence, baby. Didi, <laughs> that's coming. That's coming. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you know, you you talked about the love for your children and how it is something that you you know would never change for anything in this world and I want to ask you like what makes family love so special to you oh I um first off I want to say that you know every time I'm around my family like I feel like it heals me a little bit um it's definitely just everything you know what I'm saying like it's you know that's that's something that I love to be around when I'm going through a tough time, <clears throat> excuse me. Mm -hmm. And um, of course, you know, I feel like family isn't what it used to be. You know, the cookouts, the being over at your cousins or being at your grandparents' house and, mm -hmm. you know, just kind of like, I feel like we let the, the traditions die a lot. Um, family reunions, you know, we don't even have those no more. Mm -hmm. um, so I've always been the type to want that like I want to reignite that into my you know home system right. and my family system um and I feel like you know it's it's important it's important for you especially for my children to know their family and who they came from their lineage and things like that so um I I do I I I think it's great and yeah, I, I look forward to throwing, you know, more family outings and family occasions and just um things that we can come together and just love each other. Um, I think for me, what makes family love so special is the unconditional love and um, you know, like not being loved on on terms and if yes this or if you you know if you are what I want you to be then I'll love you mm -hmm. and your your family um you know we would hope um loves you <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. know and they've seen you at every phase at every phase bro and still that's, loves you and, and still, still loves love you that's beautiful mm -hmm. because not beautiful. not many people are willing to and I mean, no person is immune to the trials and tribulations of life. Like you definitely gonna go through shit. So oh, I yeah, most definitely you know, family specialists to to have those people to to like you said, get through those tough times and still look at you as if, you know, as if you're perfect like that. Exactly. I totally agree. Mm -hmm. Um, so let's go ahead and get into platonic love <laughs> do you believe that men and women can be friends so I believe if one party in in that in that situation has said like hey I don't feel this way for you I don't you know see us whatever like if there is a clear boundary that that will never be crossed and yeah I think men and women can definitely be friends um but I feel mm -hmm. like if, if there is attraction and there are no boundaries and 
hell nah like we're not <laughs> it ain't gonna work <laughs> no <laughs> I I definitely think that yeah like um I agree with your statement as well um but I feel like growing up I've always had a lot of male friends as opposed to female friends um I was you know definitely a tomboy um so you know just um always having those relationships and never really, you know, seeing it as anything more than that. Um, and of course, you know, growing up, had the rumors, oh, she's messing with him. Oh, you know, they, they go together, they this, they that, but it's never been like that with none of my male friends. I've never seen them, you know, as more than a brother, you know, so it's always been easier to talk to them and kind of, for them to understand me um so you know I definitely think it's possible mm-hmm. like yeah because I I would say some of, like some of my favorite re- friendships are with with male and yeah I like I grew up with brothers and a dad in the house so I definitely like have that I mean which everyone does like you know masculine and feminine energy but, yeah um I do I, I love the company of a man like I love the sense of humor of a man and the lot mm-hmm. of things. it's it's a, it's a lot of things that I do you know as far as like you know platonically love their their relationship of you know just that interaction and that companionship so I do I, I get it and I, I do I feel like it it can definitely happen with with the right yeah thing. and I feel like we can learn a lot from each other you we know we can. so definitely kind of having that open um friendship you know just being able to talk to them and I know they always make jokes you know on social media like you know a man is going to get straight to the point with you like you called a vent he's what's the solution like yeah. we're we're coming up with a solution because we're not going to have this and they are so right you know they're not going to indulge in the gossiping and you know a lot of things that the women you know the crazy stuff that women kind of oh yeah we're we're provoked to do this, this, and that, and a third. Let's go slash his tires, girl. <laughs> no, he he's gonna tell you to leave him alone. You know that man don't value you. Go on and leave him alone. So, um, I think it's important and is needed to have those healthy male and female relationships, friendships. Exactly. Do you believe? Because we're talking about this companionship and the love and platonic you know friendship do you believe that friends can be soulmates I do um I believe that you guys can have that divine connection um to where it does feel like a soulmate you know each other in and out and you you do have that that connection towards each other um and you know I feel like it's definitely something sacred to have um now, do I believe that the two can coexist? Like you have a soulmate as far as like your partner and a friend. I still believe that you can have both of them as well at, at the same time, simultaneously, simultaneously. So, yeah, I definitely do. And when you say that, you mean like your soulmate and your friend and your partner all in one? Like my like homie loving friend, basically? Well, that too, but I was meaning like kind of having two soulmates you know what I'm saying like having a partner as a soulmate and then having your friend as a soulmate too I love that I I love that yeah so what about you yeah I agree I I definitely feel like um um you you have friend soulmates and I I feel as if I'm the most vulnerable like in my friendships um Mm -hmm. And I I think it's kind of like the same with friends, like friends don't judge you, your friends are, Mm -hmm. I'm saying, just there for you, thugging it out through everything, like, it have to be, like, we're not even blood, but you fuck with me like this, like, okay, that's definitely soulmate status, yeah. Yes, most definitely, that loyalty be unmatched. Man, what you said, it do. Mm -hmm. So um, with that, do you believe that you can outgrow friendships? Absolutely. I believe you can outgrow any relationship. That's familiar. Yes. That <laughs> relationship, I I do. I believe, you know, when the, lo- the relationship no longer serves you, um, then, you know, you can outgrow it because essentially love mm-hmm. is responsibility. Love is, you know what I'm saying? Like 
these are yes. my needs. What do you need and how can I meet them? And yeah, at any point, if somebody is not serving you in a relationship, walk away. <laughs> walk okay, <away>. please, <laughs> please. And I, I agree wholeheartedly. Um, I believe if you're around me and you're not trying to grow, then you have to go. Mm -hmm. um, and that's period. And like you said, that's any relationship. I don't want to be around nobody that isn't elevating me in a sense or, you know, like um, I forget that quote, but um, I know it goes something like if if you look at your circle and you're not inspired, then you have a cage. Ooh. So I don't want that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to be boxed in. I want people that, you know, motivate me and, you know, just um ele elevation in every sense of the word so um yeah I, I definitely believe you can and I'm I'm quick to be like okay bye you know <laughs> you're not serving me <laughs> you're not exactly. you're not meant for me no more on this this next journey so because I mean like we're like you said we're a product of our environment and if we're mm -hmm. not growing it's not because of us it's because of what we have pouring into us you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. Um, I was watching the TikTok of um, what's her name, Jeannie or Jenny, off of um, off of uh, the what is that, the real that TV that talk show with Tamara and stuff. Oh, okay. I think um, I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, and she was, you know, um, describing that same scenario, and she was like, you know, if a plant isn't growing, you don't think something's wrong with the plant, like you know, it's dumb or just not able to you you know you know that it needs sunlight and water and, and good soil to to grow so if it's not growing then I need to put it in a different environment put it in some sunlight exactly. or water give it more you know whatever it needs um and you know like she said we are human beings are the same way um mm -hmm. so if you're not growing it's because you're not in the space to you don't have that environment to do that so exactly. definitely, yeah, do your check-ins and make sure the their environment is serving you. Exactly. I agree. Have you ever been in love? What was it like? Um, I would say, yeah, of course. I've definitely been in love. Um now to say that, you know, I've been loved back. Um, I feel like I've never been loved in the way I've wanted to be loved. Um, but I feel like the people that, you know, I kind of was in that connection with, I feel like they loved me to their capacity at that time. Yeah. Um, but I feel like love is beautiful, you know, like I feel like it's, you know, something that, I want to say like, you know, you just, you get butterflies, you you think about that person and, you know, you think about happiness, you think about peace and, you know, it's safe. I, um, I think it's, it's great and it's definitely an experience. Um, now, like I said, I definitely don't feel like I've been in, in love to where I was loved back. So, um, you know, I can't really say what that's like, you know, I can't, I can't speak on that situation, but for me, yeah, like it's, it's, it's been wonderful. It's been a wonderful experience. It's been a, a lot of lessons, a lot of learning lessons, learning curves and things like that, but um, I'm excited to experience it to the full capacity and I can't wait to tell y'all about that journey. Okay. <laughs> and we're going to be waiting all ears. Like yes. <laughs> Let me speak it into existence. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right. Um, but yeah, what about you, girl? Um, yeah, I I have been in love and it, it was definitely a very beautiful experience and um like you described it with the the butterflies and um the I feel like the the difference between liking and loving is really like wanting to sustain like I read before like you know you like a flower you you pick it mm -hmm. but when you love a flower you give it soil and water and sunlight and nourishment because you want it to grow and exactly 
I've definitely been in a, in a situation where I was like, oh my God, like I'm really in love. Like I want this to grow. I want to nourish it and sustain it. Um, so currently I feel like I'm really falling in love with myself. I feel like I've always kind of had some self-love, but this experience of falling in love with myself and, and really being disciplined with myself, um, showed me that like, okay, that first version was kind of like, the stepping stone you know yes Um, yes I agree (laughs) I'm interested to see what the next one is going to be like now that I've learned to love myself at this level so yes next next time around like yeah you gotta do you gotta get some shit to top like (laughs) yeah facts facts especially when you're learning things um about yourself you're learning what you love what you you know your your boundaries that you want to Mm-hmm. the people that you want to tolerate and all of that so it's like you're when you learn that discernment you're quicker to be able to weed out you know the the bad cookies basically <laughs> so and that's beautiful within itself okay <laughs> exactly exactly because you can't sit with me boo <laughs> no, that's right. you can't eat at this table sir this ain't no, for real it's reserved <laughs> so you it's vip this... <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um, what is love to you? Um, so love to me is like I was saying before, love is a responsibility. And mm-hmm. I think sometimes we can forget that because we get blinded by oh, like, you know, me and my baby having matching outfits and the pictures mm-hmm. and you know, the pajamas, matching pajamas and we think about the, you know, the nice side of love and the pampering and the gifts and the, you know, companionship and dates. And we don't think about the other side of love, of self-work and um, mm-hmm. stability and communicating and apologizing, accountability. And you know what I'm yes. saying? Being in a relationship is really kind of um, holding up a mirror to yourself. And exactly. If you don't like what you got going on that that says something about you know you like you gotta you gotta fix what's what's at hand so um yeah. like I said love yeah love is responsibility when I when it boiled when I yeah, <laughs> about it which is see this is exactly why I was like children is a uh, <laughs> we gonna hold off on that yes yes facts I um I agree I agree I love to me um is really inspiring one another to want to be better Um, I feel like it's allowing a person the freedom to be themselves and embracing them for it. Um, I feel like it's peaceful. It's safe. I feel like it's loving or elevating together, um, always working together and really never against each other. Like, I feel like when you love each other, you're not going to let each other go to bed mad. Um, and you know, like I said earlier, you know, in reference to family love, like I, I feel like to me, love is healing and it's divine, you know, and sacred. Um, and I feel like it's not nothing to take lightly. So, you know, I'm, you know, very careful with who I love, you know, just because of that. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's beautiful. (laughs) I do too. It's, It's such a, it's such a it's it's a humbling experience but then like on the other hand it makes you feel like you're on top of the world like exactly exactly um and it's you know we we allow people to have that power over us when we do love them Mm -hmm. you know so um it's it's something else but i feel like it's it's something that i feel like everybody should experience you know to love and to be loved by somebody and what way? Um, like family in in any way you know I feel like you know it's it's special if you can experience it from a relationship like I'm hoping that somebody can experience it platonically or from their family you know what I'm saying so Mm -hmm. to never have experienced it I feel like you know that would that would be sad you yeah. know like all as hell like <laughs> yeah you know so um it's, it's a, yeah. yeah exactly it's a joyful experience I need the yeah I need the the friendship I need the romantic the platonic I like every form of love is just yeah it's and just- and that's the thing um we deserve that you know what I'm saying like I feel like it's 
everybody's pushing this agenda that, oh, you know, this toxicity, you know, this this man don't love you if he ain't, you know, breaking your car windows out or mm. blowing up your phone 200 times while you're asleep. Yeah. Like, that's not love, baby. No. That's not love at all. No. Um, no. So, yeah, I... I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think that that famous quote by um, Maya Angelou when uh, what she said, I am grateful to have been loved and to be loved now. Um, I found it and to be able to love because that liberates love liberates. It doesn't just hold that's ego. Um, so I feel like once you put your ego to the side and really love that person effortlessly, like it's it's a beautiful thing because once you learn that nobody really belongs to you, you know, that you're able to really love them and, you know, still let them be free. Exactly. And that and that's man, that's pure love because mm-hmm. I mean wholesome. It it is wholesome because when when you get to I mean, like, for example, even, you know, having children, like, you feel as if that's my child, but mm-hmm. really, that child is their own person. Like, they go, exactly. you know what I'm saying? As they grow to be an adult, they're going to think for themselves, have their own ideas, their own way of, of living and looking at life. So it's like, yeah, that's your child, but you know what I'm saying? Like, they don't owe you anything. They don't belong. Yeah. They don't anything. Exactly. It, it really and that's why I say love can be humbling because our ego can get in the way it oh yeah it, it can I didn't call this this dude five times what the mm-hmm. hell I know my yeah, okay What's going? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? like your ego can get the best of you but you don't own that man you don't you, exactly. you just happen to you know be with him at this time and in this moment who's to say even five years down the line we're gonna be together so it's like I don't have that possession mm-hmm. over you even though my love yeah ego gets in a way and make me feel you know as if yeah and kind of I feel like that as well just learning to kind of embrace those relationships knowing like that person don't belong to me and really kind of you know when you're ending relationships to know like you know we don't have to end it on bad terms like it's it doesn't have to be sour and shit done went left and you know, like I, you know, we learn from something from each other and we're moving on. Like we wasn't meant to be, and that's fine. You're not meant to be with everybody. That person may have been there to teach you a lesson and that's it. Learn that lesson and move on. You know, that way you can find your divine partner. You know, you're going to keep prolonging the process, keep, you know, trying to get this man to love you the way you want to be loved. And he's not even for you. This ain't even who you're supposed to be with. Man, you, you moving some mountains for some shit that you don't even really want. Like, you... Okay. This is not sis. This is not it. Man. And that, like, when I was younger, and, you know, my big brother, he was always on me about, like, you know, not really, um, you know, giving, giving dudes my energy and focusing on myself. And um, mm-hmm. so, like, yeah, I didn't really take relationships seriously when I was younger. Um, but when it didn't work out, I never took offense. It was just like, it's it's not anything to take personal. We just don't. Mm-hmm. What you got going exactly. on. And what I got going on just don't mix. Yeah, it don't align. It don't align. And that, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes that do hurt because you feel like, oh, I wanted it to be that person. But it's like, why are you holding on to some shit that you really don't want, though? Exactly. You, want, you say you want X, Y, and Z. And if this person don't fit the criteria, it's like, what's what's there to be sad about (laughs) exactly that's not what you what you want and then I feel like you try so hard for a person to really get them to you know commit to you or to be this person that you wanted to be and then you finally get and you're like no never mind you know like never mind not (laughs) from this person (laughs) I thought I was gonna be different you know like but I feel like we're so in our heads, you know, um, a lot of women kind of romanticize or or fantasize about this relationship or put this guy on this pedestal. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, you have to take him for what he is, I you know. Take, yes, yes, exactly. Um, so I think that's a lot of it. You know, we like you said, we fall in love with that idea or or the potential of a man. And, you know, it's something that he possibly can't live up to. 
Oh, we kind of break our own hearts at that point. You know what I mean? Like, sis, what, what were you saying? What, what is what going on? <laughs> Maybe I don't want to got glasses, so I can see okay. clear now. Be <laughs> LASIK at this point because I don't Man. know. You just can't injure me, but bitch. So, what's what's your favorite love language? My favorite love language is all of them. That's right. <laughs> let's let's get that clear right now. <laughs> Literally. And if my future boo is listening, all of them. All of them. All of them. But no. Nah. <laughs> no, that's right. But no, nah, um, I would definitely say acts of service would be my favorite one. I feel like, um, especially with me having a busy schedule, a busy life, um, coming home and my man didn't clean the house up or cooked me dinner or you know just help me out with the kids when he sees I'm overwhelmed things like that like, like oh my goodness come here boo let me go and put my my hair up in this ponytail <laughs> I know that's right <laughs> quality time I'm a sucker for okay time. Like, yes it's gonna run some errands together like I just want to I love mm -hmm. being like when I'm in love like I I love the company of, of yes and I love like the energy and even if he likes sitting there playing a game while I'm reading or something like I just want to sit next to you we don't have to talk or interact yeah like I want you here um so yeah I would say that and physical touch because I'm very touchy-feely when I'm like really feeling somebody so yeah yeah and it's crazy because I feel like when I'm in love I'm a caterer um so I wanna I wanna do everything for you boo like let me take all of this you know this hardship off of you boo like let me be that safe space that safe haven like I want you to come home and really look forward to coming home. You know, like I want to get home to my woman. Like, you know, I've had a hard day. Let me, you know, come up under you, cuddle with you, things like that. So, yeah, like I definitely want to cater to a man's every need when I when I love you. I love that. And I like I love having fun when I'm in a relationship. Like I definitely how we talked about like the butterflies before, like like you said, like mm -hmm. I want forward to coming home to you I want to want to be around you I want mm -hmm. um yeah like I want to enjoy I want it to be like when people are around us they're like damn like I see why they together like they just they, yes you know yes I mean? yeah I love when it feels good like that I feel all natural and just like yeah it's not forced nothing forced I, uh -huh. <laughs> I agree yeah. I agree um, so let's go ahead and get into self-love. Say the best for last or whatever. Okay, period. Um, so what prompted your self-love journey? Um, I would say what prompted my self-love journey was um I really wanting to uh appreciate myself more and like wanting to appreciate my life more and mm -hmm. I feel I feel as if like I I knew like what I wanted was possible and I didn't know how to go about it and um I don't know I, I think as I just started to listen to myself I think is what made me kind of get into my self-love journey like wanting to honor myself really is yeah mm -hmm. Wanted to, I just wanted to be there for myself. Yeah, as you should. Okay. As you should. What would you say prompted yours? Um, I would say honestly, um, my first heartbreak. I feel like, um, as a child, you know, kind of growing up with my grandma, and you know, she she definitely loved me to pieces. Um, but really not having my mom and my dad, you know, kind of active in my life as a, a younger child and then kind of getting older and, you know, looking to men or, you know, my, my first real love, of course, um, to kind of fulfill that for me, you know? Um, and like I said, when I, I first got my heart broke, I'm just like, you know, like, what do I do? You know, where do I go from here? 
Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so it was like, I don't know, like one day I woke up and I'm just like, I don't want to feel like this no more. Like, I don't want to look to people to fill my cup up or to love me in the way that I should be loving myself. Yeah. Um, so it definitely took a lot of learning and I'm, I'm still definitely learning a lot about myself, you know, even now I'm 30 years old, you know, and, um, I feel like over the last few years has really been an eye opener for me to experience that self-love and love myself deeply and not have to look for validation outside of myself, yeah. um, kind of go inside of myself to, you know, really to practice that, um, so yeah I would say that's what really prompted it and you know um, like I was saying earlier we all have those those lessons and those life lessons and I'm glad because you know I feel like it if it wouldn't have happened I probably still would be in the same position you know kind of trying to fight for people to love me instead of just fighting to love myself yeah um so yeah I'm, I'm glad and I feel like it's it's helped me me loving myself has helped me love other people better. Absolutely. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I'm grateful for the things that I've went through to be able to be here today. Yeah. And I completely agree. Um, I feel like you can only connect with someone as deeply as you have connected to yourself. So when you haven't done that self work, um, it, you can't, you know, relate to people as, as deeply as you would want to, because you, you, you're not there yet with you. And um, exactly when you were talking that it reminded me of a quote that I read somewhere of a poem. Um, and, and she was basically like, I don't want to go searching for a home outside of anyone else than myself. Like I got to make me home first before I can even mm-hmm. you know, have like a, another energy around me. And um, I think that's that's very brave and beautiful to to really want to, you know, break that codependence and step out and and be like, no, like I am the alpha and omega of my life. Like I am enough and I am, you know, yes. And I totally agree. I um, I feel like also, though, um, sometimes with loving yourself, it could be kind of dangerous because then you kind of get to the point to where you don't want to let nobody in. Um, so I feel like kind of having that balance to be like, okay, you know, I love myself and I can allow others to love me fully as well is important. Um, because we get into this, you know, and I, I know part of your self-love journey when you start it is isolation. You want to be by yourself to kind of understand yourself, understand what you like and what you don't like and what you want to be around and things like that. And um, I think that sometimes and, I, and I've I'm speaking for myself because I got to the point to where it was like, I don't need no, nobody, you know, so it got to be, oh, I'm about to start pushing people away because, you know, like I just I don't trust I, you know, kind of um, I love myself so much that I'm I'm scared to let somebody in, you know, I'm scared to give them that power. But I had to learn to be OK with allowing others to come in because you know it is it's it's something it's healthy we need that we need that love from other people we need that support from other people so Mm -hmm. learning to balance that and kind of being okay with that is is a lot but it's worth it it is it really is and um and, and the beautiful part is that you you know you control the narrative and all of it and you decide what that looks like of someone being in your life who is in your life and mm-hmm. um, and how they serve you so you know it, it's it it can be a, a beautiful thing when you do grasp that balance of you know not being codependent not being hyper independent hyper- mm-hmm. <laughs> just kind of yeah somewhere in in the middle in the middle and I think that is like where vulnerability kind of resides yeah because there's strength in vulnerability and I feel like a lot of people don't see it as that I feel like a lot of people see vulnerability as weakness and it's not I used to I mean yeah same 
you know, like, <laughs> so I realized how much courage it takes. Mm -hmm. So what, what self-love tactics, um, or tips and tricks do you, you practice? Um, so I definitely, um, take my designated self-care days because, you know, I'm heavy on that, baby. I need my face routine. I need to get in the bath. I want to shave, exfoliate, you know, like really into taking care of <clears throat> my body. So, um, I definitely indulge in that. Um, I also, um, I was journaling. I wasn't doing it consistently until, of course, you, my savior, okay, I got, you. <laughs> um, got me into the app of journaling. And um, I was doing it handwritten because I feel like it's definitely, you know, uh, um, a high manifester when you write down the things that, you you know, just journaling, any anything. Um, so, you know, I feel like that's definitely a, a spell for you but um I definitely do that and my meditation practices med um making sure I'm staying grounded and things like that um but yeah those are some of the things that I kind of indulge in to really you know just help me help me stay present help me you know continue to love myself um continue to pour into myself um I do take myself out on dates um and it's funny because you know, when I do go out to restaurants and things and I always, you know, order for one and, you know, some of the waiters would be like, are you sure? Like you're, you know, like, yeah, baby, I realize I'm by myself. Exactly. <laughs> like, okay like, I know yourself. I look good. I know. Okay. I know ain't nobody with me. Okay. Exactly. Um, so I definitely think that's needed to kind of, you know, just date yourself and learn to take take yourself out things that you want to do for you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, those are some of the the things that I indulge in in my practices to, you know, my my self love tactics. I love that. I love that. Um, for me, I I would say my uh, three favorite my top three favorite self love practices um for for body I've been doing my coconut water I love very very much it's it yeah. now, but it's <laughs> it's worth it <laughs> okay um I've been doing that along with my fruit eating and the intermittent fasting and it my body has been thanking the hell out of me okay okay <laughs> Um, so you started intermittent fasting yeah I started intermittent fasting July 2nd and I'm loving it and I can definitely tell a difference from it um oh and I also exercise 20 minutes a day I started that July as well and I've been sticking with that um so that's my physical body self-love practices for mental, um, I love my my nature walks. Being out in nature definitely helps me mentally. Yes. Um, I love being creative, expressing my ideas. That helps me. It makes me feel so happy. Um, and uh, what else? I, my journaling that meant, that helps me mentally to mm -hmm. set my intentions for the day, and then to come back and reflect on the day. It really helps. Yes. I love setting intentions. Um, okay, it, it definitely helps. And then my self-love practices for my emotional well-being. Um, my therapy. I love my therapist. That's my best. Yes. Oh, okay. We okay. We're gonna have beat like we are so <laughs> but yeah. Um, and then my my environment, my family, my friends. I love to spend time with them and well, whatever we got going on, karaoke, playing cards, taboo or whatever, I love to to be around them. So that definitely mm -hmm. helps my emotional well-being as well. So Okay, well, I love it. My I, I love the breakdown. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love the breakdown. Body and soul. <laughs> yes, 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 most definitely. Um, so what to kind of wrap it up, um, what's your favorite type of love? Ooh, that is a hard one. I would, <laughs> uh, 
I would say my favorite type of love is, oh gosh, I would say self-love. I would say okay. self-love is my favorite type of love. Um, I truly do. I believe I am the alpha and omega of my life and I trust myself to get through anything and um, I just, yeah, I, I've I've always been very fond of who I am and where I'm going with my journey and all the people that I are along with me. Like I'm, I'm so grateful. Um, but yeah, I, I would say self, self love is the best love. Yes, yes, most definitely. Um, and I've always loved that about you too. Like so inspiring. <laughs> Thank you so much, babe. I You're welcome. Um. I would say I'm I'm kind of in between, really. Like, I'm definitely here for the self-love. Um, like you said, self-love is the best love. I'm here for that. But I'm also here for a romantic love. Um, because I feel like, you know, I, I'm a hopeless romantic anyway. So, <laughs> Pisces here. <laughs> but um, wrong with I, yes, I feel like, you know, just having somebody to have that connection with growing old with you know it's like you see your parents have it your your kids are gonna eventually have it so it's like yeah like I I think that that's that's definitely just wonderful you know magical yeah I'm definitely looking forward to to that you know one day (laughs) yes as you should be because it's it's gonna be a beautiful experience Okay, for real though. So get ready, cause you know I'm gonna tire y'all out with my me and my me and my me. Okay, my He gotta get first. Okay, put that ass in all my sisters really. Okay, cause we is all gonna gang up. Yeah, I'm gonna have to listen. Line them up. Line them up. That's sisterhood right there. Man. Um, so yeah, if you're ready to wrap it up with our deeper talk. Oh, you bet, you bet. So you picked the category last time, right? I think so. I think it's your turn. We got dreams, exposed, beliefs, life lessons, courage, and self-awareness. I wanna do exposed. I'm feeling a little a little risky. Okay. A little shank that ain't. Baby, so with my bedtime, I don't know if I'm feeling <laughs> a little risky. Where in life are you lazy and what's your excuse? Oh, Lord. We're getting right down to the nitty gritty. <clears throat> For me, it's that meal prep and shit. Like, I'm just because, <laughs> like, in the, it's sad because it's like, I know what to do. When I got the air fryer, yeah. I got, I know what to go to the store and get. And I'm just, and a nigga don't be yeah. feeling yeah, like yeah, I feel you. I feel you. I I really want to kind of look into meal prepping. I I never really kind of took the time out to look into it, look into the benefits or anything. Um, but I would love to to look into that. I I would say for me, it's exercise. Like <laughs> I get it. I, I love <laughs> saying I'm gonna go to the gym and don't never be at nobody's gym. You feel so, um, and you know, I know it's. It's an excuse, you know, and I know that health is wealth. So it's right. important to, you know, kind of have that exercise, exercising, um, like Erica Badu say, doctor exercise. So um <clears throat> it's definitely important to have that and I do want to get into it more. Um so yeah, I was I would say that definitely getting on that and really kind of just motivate myself like you said you're 20 minutes a day so even if I'm doing 10 20 minutes a day it's something um I do like to go on walks um but shoot with this Texas heat baby we ain't doing that right now not in this 112 113 weather yeah it's a nah um but you know as far as like just that that physical um you know body exercise like yeah no I, I need to get to it though there you girl but walking truly is the best exercise so once you shoot true. the true in your garage or something or once it gets yes nicer, then yeah you got that yes and that and they don't really be no excuses <laughs> you know literally <laughs> and now you're playing because you're excuses okay. <laughs> now you ain't taking your life seriously <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, for me, um, I just always act like I don't have the time when it comes to meal prepping, but mm-hmm. um, I want to start it, what I say, October, because yeah, I have the car paid off in September. So yeah, I'm going to start it October. I'm nervous and scared just because I've got the ideas like in forward, yeah. and then I'm like, eh, I'm going to just go back to what I was doing <laughs> at this time. <laughs> I'm not going to time. So yeah, I, I do. I'm, I'm going to try some meal prepping being lazy and yeah so so since you're starting yours october okay then i'm gonna get my gym membership in october honey we're doing it we're doing it (laughs) as the unfiltered community to hold us yes (laughs) keep us on our toes please (laughs) hold us accountable (laughs) if you got a comment dm us like hey did you start that damn meal prepping because you no for real (laughs) Did you do your 20 minutes? <laughs> I know that's For real. <laughs> but um, but that really has helped me. Like, um, I had watched some video and they were like, you know, um, before you approve improve upon a on a habit, like you need to first establish it. So if, yes. you, if you start off even just five minutes of like you said, stretching and then working to, you know, walk in or working out or whatever, like yes yes i agree i it gotta start somewhere yes our same for me so if i just start meal prepping for one day and then you know next week two days and then the week after you know whatever mm-hmm. yeah yeah and build your stamina hell yeah and your willpower oh. yeah okay go ahead and, and sprinkle the on there yeah <laughs> a little razzle dazzle yeah. Okay, y'all, this brings us to the end of our episode. Thanks for tuning in to Unfiltered Sisters. I'm your host, Raya B. And I'm Poka Lene. Be sure to like, subscribe, and follow us on all available platforms. And we will see you guys next Thursday.